Hello and welcome back to the movies. Made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, I watched uh, watched some stuff this week. Um, one movie was almost. It was almost really good. It came close. Almost really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. We'll get. We'll, we'll get to it. Do you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, I uh, let's start with let's start with the creator. The big one. Yeah, so I even went to the cinema for this one. I, uh, I think for a while. I think you were right too. Um, this yes. certainly looks like a cinema movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, Neil Blomkamp, right? Who? No, Gareth Edwards. Oh, it's Gareth Edwards. Well, he's another one of those like cinema, Visible. you know, God. cinema visual uh, guy. So yeah, that that works. Why did I think that was Blomkamp? That's weird. Yeah, okay, so Gareth Edwards, obviously... It's very... It looks very... Probably reminded you of Chappie. It's got... It's very... Uh, yeah, that's probably it, actually. And a bit of Elysium as well. It's got yeah. that kind of... Um, that yeah, vibe yeah. about it. That cyberpunky kind of vibe. Um, right in with those movies. Yeah. Uh, well, Gareth Edwards, I mean, obviously, uh, I liked his Godzilla. Um, I'm not going to blame him for Rogue One. And... Um, no, there's a lot to like in Rogue One. There is. It's just the plot. It's the main issue. It's, but I, 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 I appreciate that the version he shot and the version that ended up happening are yes. completely different things. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus, I think it's the best. Oh, Star it's the Wars best. Done. Yes, it's the best Disney Star Wars movie. It's a low yeah. bar, but it, it is top bar. of that list. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love Monsters. I thought Monsters was a great. I think because that was his like, debut, wasn't it? That was the first film he did, and that was a map really good film mm-hmm. i haven't seen the follow-up to that but that's not him it's not it? him yeah someone else um so basic so this is uh basically sort of future of 2060 um well sort of 10 years before that i think it is i think it's set to 2060 for the uh an int robots are now a thing um uh, <laughs> robots are a thing right now yeah well they're not like they're more jobs. of a like, thing <laughs> they're not like emptying our rubbish and, and okay you know, yeah yeah they're, they're, that sort of, you know, everywhere. Everyone's you know. out of a job. Everyone has a robot sort of thing. Um, and basically, they set off a nuclear bomb on LA. Okay. And uh, America passes a law outlawing AI um, while Sorry, Asia... The, the robots yes. drop, drop a nuke. Yes. Okay. Um... And uh, so, yeah, so they they subsequently pass a anti-AI robot law, mm-hmm. uh, except for uh, New Asia, the Republic of New Asia, uh, is embraces robots and is like a haven for them. Right. And, you know, you can go to there and you can, there, there are things like people upload their likeness so that robots can use their likeness and things like that. And so there are lots of very human looking uh, like androids walking around, you know. Okay. Sometimes the only way you can tell is because they're sort of the the backs of their. Because of half head. of their head is missing. Yeah, back the backs of their head is 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 usually robot, you know, very robotic. Yeah. Um, so you, we're introduced to um, John David Washington's character, uh, Josh Joshua, who. Uh, yeah, it's not really giving away. Anyway, say that he he's basically in. Asia undercover, uh, and he's married to uh, Gemma Chan's Maya, mm-hmm. and they are 
in the middle of this, this um, basically the Americans attack. They 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 come in uh, and they basically fucked him over because they didn't tell him they were coming and they were coming ahead of what he thought they were. So he's they, they've messed him up. Um, he, it all goes tits and the, the Americans nuke um, this area and he gets separated from it. Well, you presume his wife died on the escaping boats from this place. Hmm. So she, she sort of, she found out that finds out that he is a, an American soldier and, you know, they are, they, she quickly, you know, runs away from him. She ends up dead sort of thing. So a couple of years later, um, he's, uh, looks like he's doing a shitty job and he's, you know, he's sort of back in America and, um, Alison Jenny's Colonel Howell and, um, Ralph Innocent's General Andrews turn up and they're like, he, he always keeps, he, he seems to be keep getting questions. There's this, um, bloke, well, they say bloke, there's this person called, oh no, what is it called? Nan, Nan, Nan. I can't remember what it's bloody called, no. There's a there's a guy who seems to be like the the he's like the uh, the guy that makes the best AI. He's this sort of like the AI's you know savior. And okay. Dave, that was who he was undercover looking for. He was trying to find this um, this scientist. The creator. Yes. And these the the two the two uh, military turn up and they say. You know, we want you to go in and, and find. You know, he's building, he's built this super weapon. We want to know what it is, and we want you to destroy it. Uh, and he's like, I'm not fucking interested, don't care. And they show him a footage of what appears to be his wife walking around and talking. So he's immediately like, Yep, yeah, I'm in. I'll I'll, uh, I'll do it. So they go off. They do this. They do this mission. Um, sneak into uh, to Asia, and they sneak into this facility, and it turns out, lo and behold, that the super weapon is uh, little Alfie, or as he christens her Alfie, but it's this little little robot girl, uh, played by Madeline Yuna uh, Voyels. She is brilliant. She's so lovable. She's the sweetest little girl. Uh, it's it's her performance is really really great. I mean, didn't, to be fair, she doesn't have to do a lot but be cute. Sure. And, 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 and you know, but it's a it's a really it's a really good performance from from you know from, from what she does she has to do. Um, basically, from there, they obviously the the it, the Asian robots and the Asian police force they they basically take out most of the Americans. Um, uh, Joshua questioning Alfie um, says, "You know where my wife is because she's drawing this picture, which is um, the tattoo that his wife has on her back." And he says, "You know where it is." So he basically goes on the run with her to right. try and find his wife. Mm-hmm. And Alice and Jenny also survived, uh, and she's an utter badass in this. She's sort of you know mean, mean American general lady. <clears throat> and she's trying to track him down, so you've got that sort of this cat and mouse thing going going on. Yeah, but they're trying to avoid them. The authorities 
and he's trying to get to you know this trying to find his wife. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. The it's 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 amazing that the amount of money they've spent on this movie and the effects but that's that's edward's speciality right is 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 making the most of smaller budgets Uh, it's amazing what that guy has managed to achieve with with smaller budget and the weirdest thing is is it seems to be that he knows exactly i mean it, it seems it seems like a stupid like like a simple thing it's a director that knows the shots he wants yeah he knows where the effects should go while he's filming and he tells everybody where they're going and then once he's done the filming they put the effects in how weird is that yeah it uh, these <laughs> days it is rare though that. sorry these days it is rare that's the problem yeah it's it's ridiculous i mean from what i've, I've heard the the disney does it they just basically film you know shots and then they they think about what the effects and stuff are going to be later yeah how things are going to they don't even you know, have a a, a a proper storyboard these days. It's like, how do you make a movie that way? Especially how, an effects movie. Yeah, it's it's crackers. But he's, you know, he, he literally filming it, saying, okay, there's so the, basically there's going to be a tank there, it's going to be coming over here, and it's going to be doing that, and everything. It's like, how how simple is that? It's it it doesn't sound too complicated, does it? <laughs> but the, they're so beautiful. It's a really really well uh well made movie um overall the story is good it's okay a little, there's a few bits that are a little on the nose i mean obviously mm. it's like you know american imperialism the, i was and, gonna say the the trailer kind of i i loved the trailer yes but it did hit every cliche known to man it, yes uh, it does. <laughs> in terms of like you know ai robots and and uh and like you know societal commentary I, um it's quite amusing though because um, I think they're probably going to piss China off. I do they care anymore? I don't think. so. I think that that love affair is no, kind I of think over. That's, that's long. That's long sell, but it's quite mm. funny that you know. Yes. So, yeah. Basically, there's there's like the the Republic of Asia is is you know mostly seems to be Thailand and and um, and sort of Tibetan sort of mm. you know there are like um, ro- robotic. Uh, Buddhist monks wandering around and stuff, and I did appreciate that there's a, a very uh, strong Buddhist core that goes through this movie, which mm. I appreciated. You know, I, I am a Buddhist. I'm not a very good one, but I am a Buddhist. <laughs> I'm a rubbish Buddhist, but I'm I'm still, rubbish still Buddhist, but I, I do consider myself a Buddhist, even though I'm a very, I'm a terrible Buddhist. Um, but I, 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 there's there's a few things that I thought, that I thought I really appreciated about the way the these sort of robot things work and way yeah and i i can't really say too much because i don't i certainly i'm not going to spoil stuff um but there was there's some really nice things there's some really sort of on i say on the nose things um there were a couple of twists that you will see from orbit um it's like yeah no i you know it's not that's not even a twist that's just (laughs) we just know that was going to happen um all the performances are great um uh, John David Washington is 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 really good in his part because mo- it's mostly him, you know, and and uh, and, and Alfie w- sort of you know wandering around. Uh, not enough Gem- Gemma Chan for my liking. Sure, <laughs> that's a personal thing. Not enough Ken Watanabe, but that's just usual. Ken Watanabe just turn you know turns up in a movie, does his bit, and seems to wander off. It's you know 
Ken Watanabe is is well, I'm going to get to one of those actors soon. Not Ken Watanabe, um, mm. but actors that are way too good for half the shit they end up turning up in. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those. Uh, although I think him and Gareth Edwards go back to Godzilla, right? So uh, yes. I think they have quite a good working relationship to where. I mean, God, if I could get Ken Watanabe, I would. You know, yeah, he's be, just he's one of those actors. His part was actually originally for someone else, if I remember rightly, but I can't remember who it right. was. Right. Okay. But hmm. yeah, he's 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 great in the little part that he has. Um, uh, overall, it's just a really enjoyable sci-fi movie, which is exactly hmm. what you want. Yeah. It's it's not pushing you know any boundaries or anything. It's not trying to do anything. But I don't, you know, I don't think it's trying to be anything other than exactly what it is, which is a an enjoyable adventure movie. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's with with good characters, you know, good performances, really great effects, um, and I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's it's all there, you know. It's you, you know what what's he know, he knows what's what he's doing. He puts it there, and I, honestly, I've I've heard people complain about certain things. I was thinking that. No, it's it's not. It's just a very well made, fun movie. Mm. So I think some some people have said the battles go on too long, and I think I didn't find that at all. I thought the battles were really good. There's some you know really nice uh, shootouts. There's a couple of things where you are uh, um, questionable sort of things where you, uh, on the, the the there's there's one particular bit where the bad uh, say the bad guys the robots. Um, Use a grenade in to sort of thing uh, in in a room where where the child and, and that it is. And you think, aren't they supposed to be trying to save this kid? Why would you use a, a fucking grenade, a stun grenade, or a, a you know something, an EMP or something, anything that mm. just knocks them out for a bit? That there, there, there's a couple of thing bits like that where you go, oh, hang on, but. It's not completely break. It's not you know movie breaking or anything. It was just it's a, you know there's some beautiful things. The the the, um, the Americans have this thing called Nomad, which is this like great big sky base which they fi- they fire their nukes from, and it comes over and it's got these like really cool lights that come down. And it's mm. um, that thing is really cool, and obviously that you know plays a huge part in, in the in the end in a sort sure. of, you know. In a, in a sort of, you know, it, and it it does have very similar beats to Rogue One. Yeah, um, which isn't a bad thing. Well, I wonder if there's elements of what he wanted in the original, you know, version of Rogue One that he was like, "I'll that's, make my own." That's probably what he did. Mm. Um, but overall, I I would really rate it. I would say, you know, go see it because it, if you know, if you if you want a, a well made, nicely budgeted. Um, well acted, just enjoyable sci-fi movie mm. that you're not expecting too much. That you don't, you know, don't expect too much from it. Yeah, I think you can really, it, you will really enjoy it. It's it's got some really good fun um, bits in it. There's, you know, that as I said, the little the little girl. Um, oh, what's what's her name again? Uh, Madeline uh, Univoyles. She's really charming. Um, and that, you know the little the relationship they have as they as they're going along, and you know she there's just some really lovely bits with it. I mean, you see it in the trailer. There's that lovely bit where they're on the on the uh, in the bus, and he you know that she's talking they're talking about heaven, and he says you know I can't go to heaven because I've done bad things. And 
you don't mm. have a soul, so you you know can't go to heaven. And some people will find it a little clawing, I'm sure, but I found it utterly charming. I really liked it. I liked the you know the soul stuff and and the you know the idea of of, of these sort of you know the the, the way these these AI had sort of developed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I can't say I, I, I am at, I, I, I wouldn't be more on the American side in real life with you know the idea of every AI everywhere absolutely terrifies me. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, that's because I grew up in a, in a time of Terminator and. <laughs> Yeah, They're the bad guys, goddammit. Speaking of which, your, uh, your 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 comment on the action scenes going on too long, combined with your your talk of AI, mm. uh, did, did you see uh, Ridley Scott's comments about Blade Runner? No, it's is quite he, it's quite brilliant. Same dumb shit again. No, see, I was going to say I've got a love hate relationship with Ridley Scott because yeah. i think he's one of the best directors we have alive but he has produced a lot of shit and i do not agree with a lot of what he said about blade runner however he was uh responding to someone who said that that you know the the thought at the time was that the film was too long uh and too slow right. yeah. um and he said i hadn't seen blade runner for 20 years uh really but i i just watched it and it's not slow the information coming at you is so original and interesting take, talking about biological creations and off-world mining, which, in those days, they said was silly. I say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good for you, Ridley Scott. Yeah. It's not slow. <laughs> no. I think people just wanted an action movie. That's the problem. Um, yeah. And then I guess here you've got the opposite, where they're like, oh my god, there's too much battle. Stop stop but the weirdly, battle. I watched, I watched somebody react to I watched some girls react to that recently. Oh no. And some of the things they said afterwards just baffled me. Like, one of them said, well, you could have taken 40 minutes out of that. Where? And I was like, how? Where? They're like, oh, you know, it's so slow and it's plodding and it's like it doesn't really go anywhere. And like, what fucking movie did you just watch? I don't understand... I, I think it's a generational... I, well, actually, it's not a generational thing, because people said this back in the day as well, so it's not a generational thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's no. weird. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of of masterpieces, uh, I watched Meg 2, The Trench. Hooray! I, I still haven't got right to it yet. The main reason I want to watch it is because... Um, oh, Christ, what's his name? It's the director, isn't it? Ben um, Wheatley. Yeah, Wheatley, who yeah. I, I I love Ben Wheatley. Well, this is like said, the least Ben Wheatley movie you will ever watch. That, well, that's the thing. <laughs> when they said, oh, Ben Wheatley's going to be direct, directing the Meg 2, I thought, how? Why? Yeah, I, I think he uh, he just, you know, wanted a laugh, I guess. I think so. I think he... It, it, sounds it shows like he's quite diverse as a director, just, if nothing yeah, else. Yeah, he just basically wanted to do a a mad movie i think yeah it, it kind of feels like that um this is uh you know well obviously reprising his role jason statham um yeah. wu jing um sophia kai Paige kennedy um sergio paris uh manchetta uh skylar samuels and fucking cliff Curtis, who is for this film, he is this film's way too talented to be in this film guy. Chris Cliff Curtis is is one, yeah, he's one of those actors. He's it? one of those actors who is just, uh, 
just tremendous and, yep. and just ends up in you know because i always remember his like his performance is uh uncle bully in uh once we were warriors oh, god. like my god he's fucking awful in that film like he's... not not an awful perf- i mean it's an amazing performance but, but the he good is thing about that horrible is... It's never tainted my view of him. No, because he's gone on to do such a very varied like, role. Absolutely adorable characters. Yeah, and but... he's adorable here. He's a lovely oh, guy. Man. He's and, he's not and, honestly anybody who hasn't seen Once Were Warriors. It's great. Go see Once Were Warriors, but be be warned, it will punch you in the kidneys. It is dark as fuck. It is. And um, oh, Tamora Morrison. It's his best film as well. It's Jake the Moose. I think it's his best film as well. Chef's Kiss. Yeah, he he's fantastic so in that. He is so and wonderful. terrifying. And what is it? What becomes of the broken hearted? Mm. Not as good, but it's 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 actually not too bad. The sequel. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's it, honestly, I'm not sure it really needed a sequel. I don't think it did. That ending when he's stood outside the bar. Yeah. screaming and shouting that she'll be back and that she's worthless and they, they're just leaving in the car that's yeah. the best ending you hear the police coming oh it's a great movie yeah uh anyway so so here he is in this movie cliff curtis i'm like oh cliff what are you doing but again you Was know i do, he do you know what this is what i was going to say to you matt i i think we reviewed this on the the movie show when we Maybe. were doing radio right I think so i think so and i think you and me went to the cinema to see it did yeah right we loved it we did uh i don't remember a fucking thing about it other than it's, there was a giant remember. shark and that jason statham was like a marine biologist or something ridiculous um was in the first one yeah 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 so he was in the first one yeah okay so he's in this one as well congratulations i've forgotten so much about that first movie i enjoyed it i remember really enjoying it but it is what's, just like white i was noise. gonna say what's to remember it had exactly a, right big shark and it had <sighs> jason statham you know in a submarine so i guess in in the meg they kept the shark um i don't know i don't think either they killed it and found another one I would say there was more than one in the movie. Okay, because there's more than one in this, which I thought was a twist on the the formula, but obviously not. So there was more than one in the first one as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's more than one here. They've got a pet one now, and it's like uh, you know, you know, Godzilla. They've got that oil rig in the MonsterVerse where it's like, oh, there we keep an eye on Godzilla. Well, they're here. They've got like this Meg-proof thing, and they they have a Meg. Because um, of course they do. Because of course they do. <laughs> and uh, Wu Jing, uh, his character is like this billionaire who's kind of funding everything, and um, he's <clears throat> he's trying to like tame it with a thing. It's like Shades of King of the Monsters here, uh, yeah. but but not really. Um, it has moments. But anyway, uh, they uh, they they uh, the, it escapes. <laughs> you'll be you'll be shocked to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, they they uh, they go on this expedition uh, to the the I guess it's the Mariana Trench, uh, and um, they discover there's mil- there's loads of them. There's loads of Megs, and there's a big Meg. It's like the Alpha Meg, right? Yeah. Um, and um, they're all kind of trapped by the trench for magic reasons. I don't know. Um. I wasn't paying that much attention, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, well, story, whatever. Uh, I'm not here for the story, goddammit. 
Um, anyway, yeah, so for reasons. But anyway, they go down, and then there's these pirates. Oh, yeah, there's pirates in this movie. So there was, there was pirates in the five years prior to the start of the movie. Jonas, for some reason, is, is, is now fighting crime. And uh, he's he's on this boat because they're polluting the ocean. So Jason Statham goes to take photos to to like take them down, get them is arrested. He, is he with Dave Angel Eco Warrior. He's an eco warrior, uh, and he goes in <laughs> to take photos of of the toxic waste being dumped and get records. But obviously, they find him, so he kicks the living shit out of them because <laughs> of course he's Jason Statham. <laughs> um, We're not asking for that. <laughs> No, no, no. But he escapes, and uh, you know they get arrested. Um, and of course, this this dude comes back later because then he, you know, there's there's pirates now, and uh, they want to. Uh, they're in the trench, and they're they're harvesting rare earth materials, and they're gonna poison the planet because they don't care. They just want money. Um, but anyway, as a result of of shenanigans, um. In, including some ludicrous moments. I mean, this whole film is stupid, right? Obviously, yeah, that's, uh, that's why we, you know, that, that's kind of why we watched the first one, really. Yeah, there, there's a scene where someone's given a choice, and the choice is uh, shoot Jonas in the heart with this underwater shotgun, right? Um, or I'll leave you down here to die. And I'm like, if you shoot him in the heart in this pressurized room right next to the fucking door that goes out into the Marianas Trench. I I think you're all going to fucking die anyway. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's just death. Um, but yeah, it's it's ludicrous. Anyway, as a result, the barrier breaks down and now the Megs are free. But it's not just Megs now. Now it's like all of prehistoric Earth is coming up from the ocean. And we have giant, giant octopus. And we have... Um, lizard monsters don't know what they are but they're on land so now there's like land they're like amphibian creatures so they can go in the water and then they swim up and they can go on land and so there's this big you know big to do uh with all of these prehistoric creatures escaping um giant squid attacking people and and the megs are attacking people <clears throat> and it's up to our gang to stop them they never mention ever again that the trench is presumably just i guess life could just continue to escape and and kill everything that it finds they're not worried about it um uh, in fact, at the end of this movie, one of the the Megs gets away. They're like, "Ah, oh, it's probably pregnant, but don't worry about it." I'm like, <laughs> all right, well, you know, we need a sequel. It's fine. Yeah. Um, this is one of the dumbest films I've seen. It's certainly one of the dumbest films I've seen this year. But I had a blast. I had an absolute blast, like I did with the first one. This is so stupid, but there is not an ounce of pretentious nonsense in this film. It it knows exactly what it is. Yeah. um it leans heavily into it for me this is like um <clears throat> you know you've got those like uh uh you know i don't know mega shark versus giant octopus in those movies yeah, and this this film has a nod to that i mean you literally have one the, the one of the megs going up against a giant octopus in this movie um this is like those movies but well made so it's well-made schlock, which I'm... Yeah, that's that's what, exactly what the first one was. Exactly. Like, and it's more exactly of the same. what it was. Yeah. And it's more fun. It's, you know, it's fun for, for that fact. Yeah. And it's it's made well enough that, you know, you're not going... You're not laughing at the, the effects too much. And... No. The, the really bad acting. No, the effects are great. The effects are fine. Um, The... the 
the, the, you know, it's very humorous. There's a lot of, you know, people getting munched, as you would hope, in the in the yeah. final act. Um, Jason Statham still doesn't roundhouse kick a shark, which I, I believe was my one disappointment from the first <laughs> film. That, that remains to be the case, although he does spear a few now, which yeah. is fun. Um, it's really fun. I mean, like, if you saw the first one and you hated it, don't watch this well yeah why would you bother with the second one if you watch the first one and you liked it and you and you're worried that that you know ben wheatley's gonna come along and subvert your expectations he's not (laughs) like it's 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 more of the same and it's it's unashamedly so um they've ramped it up to where now like there's megs in it but like it's all sorts of creatures now I yeah. guess the Megs are the main threat, although it kind of felt like for a moment there the giant octopus was more of a threat than anything else. Um, <laughs> well, and actually all the those little creatures as well, because they're on land, just murdering everyone on the island. Um, they seem like more of a threat than a shark that's just in the water. But, yeah, you know, regardless, uh, you know, chaos ensues. Uh, it is a big, dumb monster movie, but it's well made. It's schlocky, but it's well made um it's schlocky but it's pretty well acted you know it's fine it's absolutely fine had a blast last movie was rebecca and that was a weird one that was one that's i what i watched that and it was and i I know i reviewed it and it was Mm. it that was a pointless movie right it was a movie that was didn't need to be made because the um is it the 40s version that version is just perfect and it's so similar to that in certain beats that it was pointless yeah so so you know that it surprised me when he was that he did that and then when he said he was going to be doing this that surprised me even more it felt a bit even more weirder for him but you know hell yeah i i still haven't watched his pandemic in the earth movie it's re- i really enjoyed that yeah i keep me it's certainly not for everyone but then i think that about most of his movies uh, there is it, it came out during that time when i was like if anything mentions the pandemic in my entertainment it can get in the bin yeah, i'm no, not I, interested i feel like i've got to a point now where i could probably watch it and appreciate it for what it is you know yeah but, i mean i uh, still think the kill list is his best movie kill list i think is. i really like uh is it field in england Building England is also is, is, that was is really good. Brilliant too. I think that you know that that site and sightseer those three you know, sightseers kill list and Building England are just almost perfect movies. Yeah, I they're really them. good. Really solid. Even liked his his um, High Rise. I thought High Rise was quite good as well. Yeah, High Rise was good. Um, the, that's uh, Tom Hiddleston, right? Yeah, yeah. And Free Fire was fun. Mm-hmm. But, well, yeah, the so- Meg Two is definitely fun. It's it's very dumb. It's very stupid. It's not trying to be anything but that. Yeah, and it succeeds at what it sets out to do. It's very silly, very entertaining. Um, yeah, yeah dumb yeah, but fun. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. If you like the first one, you'll love it. It's more yeah, of the same. The first one was was good fun. Yeah, uh, and uh, and it's the same here. So anyway, what else have you uh, watched? So I will go with. Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid. So this is the latest from Ariesta, mm. who is another one of those directors that I've come to adore. Yeah. Uh, so you know he directed uh, 
Hereditary and uh, Midsommar. I I still think Hereditary is is one of the best modern horror films we've got. Yeah, I and it, I think it's it's certainly shot up my list as one of the best horror movies ever made. It 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 yeah, it it's genuinely brilliant. I mean, thanks down to a lot of it down to the direction but also a, a lot of it down to tony collette yeah, yeah. Um, how she didn't win all the awards God, just for that she movie is it, ma- that is an oscar worthy performance if ever i saw one yeah um, she, she's absolutely right so uh, Mid- midsummer I, I liked a lot i seem to like that a lot more than a lot of the reviews i, I don't hate it uh, i didn't i didn't think it was perfect but i <laughs> did enjoy it if you thought that movie was challenging. <laughs> oh boy. Just, you know, strap in for this one. So this movie is three hours long. Um, oh, and it's an A24, of course. Well, actually, fun, the, that's it. What, one, what's really funny is it's it's not three hours long. It's a minute short of three hours long. Oh, it's like when something's like, you know, £1,999.99. pence. <laughs> So yeah, it's exactly. not two thousand pounds. It's not yeah. that. So we are introduced to um, Joaquin Phoenix's Bo uh, Wesserman, who uh, lives in. I think it's. I think it's supposed to be New York, but it's. It looks like people have described LA these days. Um. So he live. He's. He's. What a shithole. Oh, like <laughs> mega mega shithole. Right. So he he is he's neurotic about everything. He when you when you at the start of the movie he's in his psychiatrist's office, and he's owned that a couple of times when he's talking to his, his psychiatrist and he's telling he's saying oh I'm going to see my mum. It's the anniversary of his dad's death. Um, so he never knew his dad. You 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 find out later that what um, his mum tells him that his dad died while he was ejaculating him mm. so he died they, he he died during the conception he had a bad heart and apparently so did his grandfather and his grand great-grandfather and so were you oh, great which is nice um so he sort of you know he, he, he go, you see him go home and this the city he lives in is just full of lunatic homeless people everywhere it's dirty it's disgusting there are people fighting there are people filming people jumping off a building and buildings and laughing um there are thievings there is a a naked guy uh, who is stabbing people to death and the police don't right. seem to be doing anything about it okay um, there are completely useless police people policemen who were sh- shooting at the victims of the crime it's you know it's it's basically everything every horror story you hear in about LA it's that basically right. okay so he goes home he's um in his 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 terrible apartment uh on in this lunatic um city and um he's got a flight in the morning sort of thing he's got you know he's got to make this flight and it, it's the, the 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 building has got like uh, there, there are posters on the building saying, "Oh, there are br- hey, um, the water is not working, and there are brown spiders, ev- brown deadly spiders everywhere." Um, <laughs> he he's, he goes to, he goes to bed, and 
somebody puts a loop through his door saying, could you please turn your music down? It's really loud and people are trying to sleep. He's not playing any music. So he goes back to bed. Another one comes before. And the note says, what is wrong with you? You turn your music up when I ask you to turn it down. And it, from there, it just goes on until he obviously oversleeps. So he's desperately trying to pack his stuff up. Um, and when he's about to leave his apartment, he leave, he's got the keys in the door and his luggage waiting. But he, he's either he forgets something or, or the phone goes, I forget which. He goes back into his apartment. When he comes back out, his keys and his, and his bag is gone. Right. Um, so he f- basically phones his mum saying, oh, you know, I, she said, where are you? Are you in the car yet? Are you in the, on the thing? And he's like, no, my stuff's been stolen. And she obviously sounds incredibly disappointed. And she's, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry. And he says, oh, can, can't we talk about it? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. So he then has this tablet and he's told by his psychiatrist, this tablet, you, you must take it with water. Right. So he has this moment of panic. His water's not working. And he looks out of the window uh, and sees the, like, you know, all of the fighting and weirdness going on outside. And right across the street is a shop with water bottles in the window. That, that, so he decides he's going to, you know, go out and get some water. So he leaves the door open. He gets to the bottom of his apartment and, you know, he, he leaves this book in the doorway and he runs. He runs over. And of course, while he's waiting for the for the, the his card to clear, his card doesn't clear, doesn't have enough money, and he's just watching the hordes of homeless people pile into his house. Right. So from there, basically, the they, obviously they take over his apartment. <coughs> he then... Um, Basically, after that, he ends up getting back in there, but there's a there's a dead guy in his apartment. Everything is trashed. Uh, he has a bath, and there is a guy above his bath, like holding out, you know, on the, against the walls, and falls on him. So he runs out of his apartment naked, and gets ran over. Right. right. He then he well, so just before that, he found out that his mum, mm. uh, he he phones his mum. And a UPS guy answers and says, uh, I just opened this door. This door was opened. There was a bad smell. And there was a lady with a chandelier crushed her head. He says, D- can you describe the lady to me? He's like, can you describe what her body looks like? Because she doesn't have a head. So from there, okay. he goes outside. Then he gets run over. He gets picked up by... Nathan Lane and Amy Ryan's characters. Um, Nathan Lane is a surgeon. Um, he puts him sort of back together, and you know he's in this house. And they have a son who died in the in the war. And they have a daughter who he's in the bed of. And they've got this veteran outside in this caravan who, you know, is is uh, obviously got serious. PTSD and, and, and lots of issues and stuff. And from there, basically, it becomes a, a quest to get to his mum's funeral. Right. Um, he phones the lawyer at some point. The lawyer tells him that he's an awful person um, and um, you know they're Jewish, so they the, the body should be buried as soon as possible. 
you know, you're supposed to sit Shiva, uh, Shiva and then it's supposed to be buried straight away. But of course, his mum left instructions that he should be there. So they put it off and basically Bo has every neurose you can possibly think of. Yeah. Like turned up to 11. And everything around him is turned up to 11. It's all awful. It's all fucking, you know, and this is clear, you know, this is clearly a, a, a comment on society and how we perceive everything. Um, wow. It's, it, it's quite the film. Um, mm. It's way too long. Uh, it, it sort of gets more patient uh, play, uh, it plays on your patience more as it goes along as well. It sounds kind of... I was going to say narratively, it sounds kind of all over the place, but... Oh, it, it is. It's... I mean, his... He... he they... After he, he gets from one place to another, and he ends up falling in with a troop of um, actors in, who live in the forest. Mm. From there, he has this big dream sequence about a life that he's, you know, he's not had. And... I, I'm honest, I'm not going to give too much away but there's 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 a there's a twist that you, there's a tw- there's, there's, there's a couple of twists that you, you think okay I, I sort of saw that go- coming but i didn't see what he does with the twist right there's a you know obviously his mum is an was an awful person who kind of made all his neuroses in the first place. Sure. But he's never really had any backbone to, you know, overcome any of these neuroses or, or overcome any, you know, anything, yeah. say anything against his mother or, <coughs> you know, it's just, it, everything is hyper. And, I, and this is, is a, it, honestly, I, I don't know who I would recommend this movie to. Mm. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's it's beautifully shot. It's really well acted. I mean, Wacking Phoenix is completely committed to this lunatic character. You know, as he frequently is. You know, he he is one of those yeah. actors. This kind of all in, right? When whatever role he's given. Yeah, and everybody's doing, you know, completely their part. Um, I mean, if you if you thought Midsummer was challenging, this is. Again, this is turned up to eleven. This mm. is, is beyond that. Um, it's 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 really hard to sort of say. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's it's sort of a good movie, sort of. I, I it's it's hard to sort of you know come to a sort of terms with it because it's so odd and so sort of over the top. It's, it, it didn't make me want to kill everybody like that Wes Anderson movie I reviewed a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it wasn't anywhere, it wasn't bad like that was. This is just so bizarre and so sort of um, odd that I, I could, I, I mean, I imagine anybody going go to the cinema watching this, I imagine there were so many walkouts. Because it's so weird and so and, and way too long. Are you you could have definitely hacked this down. Yeah, but I think he wants to. Uh, he he's done what he's had to do. I think he may, he wanted this to to 
you to question everything and to, you know, to try your patience. You know, he wants you to sort of... It's a risky business. Yeah, and he, he's not explained anything. He And he says, mm. you know, he he just he describes it as a Jewish Lord of the Rings. Right. So that was a, okay. I, I kind of see that it's it's a it's a definitely a sort of quest movie. Um. In a, in, in that he's trying to get from one place to another, and you know ev- everything is is against him. Um. It's it's so bizarre, and on and I. I it is funny because it's it's a, it's a black comedy. There are certain yeah. there are certain bits that I that, that made me laugh, and it, and it it really is dark humor. It's really sort of you know it will it will push your buttons, um, but I honestly don't know how I could recommend it. It's mm. it's not you know it, it's got at times you know touches of Lynch and and and, and touches of of that sort of you know. The madness and and because of the way it's go, the way it's you know you're basically you're with Bo all the time you know your your whole sort of point of view is Bo, so you know there are times that almost like chapters because he keeps passing out or he gets knocked out or something and then, and it feels like that's the that's the that's the end of that bit and this is you know that we're ready for the next bit, so you get you get that but you you don't know whether everything is really like it is is you know everything is awful or whether it's just the way he perceives everything yeah as being fucking awful and sometimes it's a case of well, i don't really care it's just so fucking weird and bizarre yeah. <laughs> i i kind of enjoyed it um i, I can't be honest with you this sounds like a movie i will hate i will never that's watch my it gut feeling <laughs> i'm gonna watch it but I, I feel yeah, like I will, I will watch Hereditary. Oh yeah, I'd watch Hereditary anytime. I'd love that movie. Midsummer, I think I will probably watch again. I probably point. will watch it again at some point. Yeah. I don't think I can ever sit and watch right. Hereditary right again. Okay. Um. It's honestly, I I would recommend it almost for one of the twists because it's so like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> what? What have you done? It honestly, the, it, I you would in in a million years. The twist near the end when it comes is so fucking weird and so bizarre. You're thinking, you just what was he smoking when he decided to do this? It's damn wow. Honestly, it's 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 certainly a unique movie. So I could rec- I will recommend it on the. If you want a movie that will test your patience, uh, that has a very dark sense of humour, and is just bizarre on bizarre, here it is. This is it. This is the movie. But for but for any like just average movie goer, no, I you can't. I I can't recommend it to a to, to the. I mean, I no one I know in my family. I couldn't. Rec- I, my wife saw the trailer and was like, "No." So, <laughs> and that was just the trailer, and I, I couldn't recommend it to like any of my fans. I struggle even recommending it to you. Yeah. Okay. And that, I know that's... your tolerance for for, for, for for these sorts of movies. Yeah. It's pretty high. It's higher than average. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I want you to see it just to, for the twist. All right. I'm going to watch it anyway, I think. But it's, it's like I said, it, it's... It, but my gut feeling is I'm not going to like it. it it's... The, 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 it definitely feels like he just opened up and went, this is how I feel about the, the modern world. Right. It, it feels very much to me like that. It feels like this is his sort of inter- interpretation of modern neuroses and modern, you know, the, the way we perceive the modern world and what the how the, everything is fucked, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like to me. Okay. <laughs> um, it's... It, it, starts off better than it than it, it, it i think the first sort of half an hour or so is, is is sort of sort of more enjoyable it sort of meanders as it goes along so it, it will definitely try your patience but i i i would i, I kind of say get for you to give it a go but i honestly but not anyone else only people who you know, really want to be tried and tested, and really do like Ariasta. You know, I think, and even then, this this will test you. But hmm. you know, there, it's it's that's the movie. It's, it's okay. Bad. Well, I will probably give it a go just to torture myself and see what you think <laughs> of my reaction. <laughs> but um, it's kind of worth it just for the the twist. Speaking of twists, I saw Cobweb. Okay. Uh, a uh, horror film directed by Samuel Bowden, uh, starring Lizzie Kaplan, uh, Woody Norman, Cleopatra uh, Coleman, and Anthony Starr. Um, I the trailer for this, yeah. I love Lizzie Kaplan. She's great in this. Uh, in fact, all of the cast are great in this. Uh, this was a great movie until it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, so the the film. <clears throat> starts with and kind of revolves around peter this uh this eight-year-old boy who's basically bullied at school uh by this particularly by this one kid continually bullies him um his parents are kind of at first they're they're overbearing and, and but quite like distant they're, they're not they're not the, the most caring of parents to begin with um right. and immediately immediately this film makes it bloody obvious that there's someone someone or something in the walls right it's one of those movies and i almost turned it off for that reason because i'm so bored of those people living in the walls (laughs) or in the you know i've seen so many of those movies now um but then it got interesting and it became really good until it went completely off the fucking rails right at the end um i don't really know how to talk about this without spoilers i don't know how to handle this um it Mm. okay so so as i said at first it's like you know a emotionally distant parents trying to you know and, and this this boy who who is is being bullied at school and clearly needs help uh and is getting help from the girl in his wall starts with knocking and he knocks back and it knocks back and he's like oh my god <clears throat> and then he starts hearing the voice of this girl and this girl's talking to him through the wall and trying to give him advice and um his substitute teacher miss divine uh is uh she she notices some weird things about him and one day in his art 
class or get done up his art class where they're asked to, to make a picture or something uh he he does this real dark disturbing picture of a boy asking for help so she goes to visit the parents um and um you know lizzie kaplan and anthony Starr, who obviously off the back of homelander he's great at just portraying slightly unhinged psychopath psychopath <laughs> <clears throat> um she can tell immediately something's off and uh there and at that point that was the point where i was about to kind of be like oh this is yeah not sure i'm bothered with this this was the point where it changed for me where where lizzie kaplan starts acting like a fucking psycho in the way she's behaving she does very good as well. yeah she, she does, does very good neither I, of she, them she, she plays annie wilkes in in the in that um Stephen King series, The Young Annie Wilkes, and I've not seen it, but apparently she's really good as, as The Young Annie Wilkes. Mm, Castle Rock. Yeah, Castle yeah. Rock, that's the one. Yeah. It's a good series. At least I've only watched season one, but really good. Um, <clears throat> So, it becomes clear that, that there's something more going on. Um, The parents are not physically uh, uh abusive that we see. Right. But clearly emotionally abusive um and it all kind of takes a, a, a turn at that point where you're like oh god the parents are actually mental um they tell him it's it's, it's closing in on halloween He's, he wants to you know do halloween stuff like a kid does and uh, they tell him well no uh you, you you can't go out and do halloween because there was a kid who lived in in this street who disappeared on halloween night so we're very funny about kids going out halloween best not end an argument and he ends up getting locked in the basement so they're they're clearly abusive at this point they, they moves yeah. into full-on like okay they're psychos and abusive and now ms divine is going to try and figure out what's going on whilst the the uh the wall person is trying to give him advice and trying to help him um I, i'm so every time you say that the, the, the teacher is called miss divine yeah my brain pictures <clears throat> divine yeah okay yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, I just, I'm, I'm having trouble with this this picture of divine wandering around this movie <laughs> so we have this um we we have this this setup now where where the film started is oh there's a creepy ghost in the walls to to now oh my god i'm being abused by my parents and there's this girl in the wall give me advice is it a real girl is it a ghost is it just his imagination from from abuse and you know he's like invented something that's, that's gonna help him through this meanwhile we've got you know uh ms divine uh kind of pushing putting her nose in where it, it's not where it's not convenient effectively the school are like you can't keep turning up at these people's houses because you know you've got no reason to be there did you see any evidence of abuse on the kid and she's like well no it's just a feeling and this picture and they're like that's not really enough to go on you can't just start accusing people or or even investigating this is not our place and and one of the teachers says look you know there are thousands of kids like peter but without the evidence nothing we can do about it um so there's your your kind of mid-movie bit right um And then it just goes off the fucking... Because I was really invested at this point. There was some really creepy stuff going on. There's like weird dream sequences that, that Peter has. And you're like, oh, is this real? Are they? Is, are his parents actual monsters? Or is this like a, a manifestation of his, his you know, fears about his parents? Yeah. Um, some really cool scenes. Um, Oh, God. Do I just spoil this? 
<laughs> I kind of feel like I have to spoil this for right. like my review to make any sense. So it's like five. You're gonna you're gonna spoil it. So for the next minutes. ten minutes, assume spoilers. So suddenly, well, not suddenly. It's hinted throughout the movie, but I was hoping that it was either a ghost or just in his head. Yeah. Uh, turns out she's the girl in the wall. Is like I'm your sister, and uh, they're gonna kill. They're gonna kill me if they they if you don't deal with them, and they're gonna put you in the wall like they put me in the wall. I'm like okay, um, so anyway, that all takes place. Uh, stuff happens that I won't spoil because I don't think I need to. And and then the, he stands up to the bullied kids. Sorry, that happens. Uh, and and the kid wants revenge, and so he, he him and his mates head to the house on Halloween meanwhile he's he's let his sister free from the wall she was locked behind the wall and and she's now at the wall and she's a, she's a spider girl she she has like eight legs and she's a spider girl and she, okay. she climbs up the walls and she's got really long hair and, and well i presumed it had i mean it's called a monster. Concepts, so it kind of has to be something to do with spiders surely she's a monster girl and evil and also and, and also evil so um they explain why she's a monster girl oh matt yes i'm glad you asked <laughs> would you like to know the explanation as to why she yes, is tell me why she's a, a spider girl. girl she is a spider girl this is not a direct quote this is pretty much what spider girl tells him right uh trust me bro i was just born this way spider girls happen they just happen. Don't worry about it. She was just born a freak. Oh, a spider okay. freak. And her okay. parents hated her. And but and and so they but they didn't kill her. They just locked her in the walls. And she learned how to climb walls because she was in the walls. So now she's a spider woman. Um, okay. she was just born that way. She actually literally. I, I'm sure the actual line is sometimes these things just happen. Right. Also, they do a great job in this movie with some of the shots leading up to the reveal. The CGI of Spider Girl, when you actually see her, is laugh out loud funny. It's terrible. It is fucking terrible. Now, I was messaging my friend Russ during this because I was like, oh, Cobweb seems pretty good. And he was like, I did not like the CGI. I was like, oh, okay. And I was watching it. I was like, well, the CGI is okay. I was like, I don't really like where this plot's going because in the last 20 minutes we go into Spider-Girl territory. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But I was like, but this this, seems fine because they were doing a lot of shots that weren't showing too much. Yeah. But oh boy, when they do the full reveal. (laughs) It's bad. It's really bad. Um, and yeah, the the whole thing, it's like, God, you had a really cool story here where it was like, maybe it's the ghost of the girl that disappeared. Yeah. Maybe it's in his, his imagination. He just needs to stand up to his abusive parents and his abusive, uh, friend or not friend, but abusive kid in school. Those were fine. But then to be like, oh no, it's a spider girl living in the walls. And we're not going to explain how she's a spider girl. She was just born that way. Trust me, bro. Like, like, okay, sure. You know, like, I was hoping for some... Because for a while, I was like, oh, there's some, like, weird, 
like almost goosebumpsy thing going on here where maybe the parents are like weird creatures like maybe it's a family of weird creatures and they, yeah. he's not realized he's a weird creature yet and you know or, or some you know what i mean like there was some weirdness going on and it was like okay because yeah. he's having weird dreams as well and i'm like oh this is kind of cool like maybe there is going to be some science fiction thing you know kind of like a twilight zone thing where they're all a family of monsters and you know he hasn't become that yet like you know or puberty will bring it on or, or something yeah. or you know something like that and they, and that maybe the, the sister lost control and now she's hiding in the walls because she can't come out or you know something like that or they're actually just psychopaths and he's imagining this girl and and that would have been fine or it's a ghost story and the ghost is trying to warn the kid that you know your parents killed me they'll probably end yeah. up killing you that would have been fine but it, it goes into this this other <laughs> the last 20 minutes just go off the rails off the reservation uh and into a completely different schlocky movie with terrible cgi um it's a real shame i was actually i like the first 10 minutes or so i was like okay someone living in the walls looks fine but i'm not that interested then the rest of the movie was really good and i was really invested and i was loving it and then the last 20 minutes were just like (laughs) awful for me, anyway, I didn't. I, I kind of want to watch it, it though. Just for the I would record. recommend it because a lot of the movie is good. It, it just feels like it goes off. Th- you may disagree, mm. listener or Matt. Uh, you may disagree. For me, it just went completely off the rails at the end. Personally, but it is. There's a lot of good up until that point. You know, I, I would say up until the point that he lets Spider Baby out, <laughs> and she's evil um it had a lot of promise and even then it's like oh there are moments where it's like oh there's you know some of it's kind of interesting it's violent there's some practical effects that look nice and some some interesting shots to hide the cgi but good god when you see it good god um so yeah i i don't know like you know much like i don't i would recommend it for at least watch it once it it's 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 interesting if nothing else but um yeah it's a really nice movie for a while there and then it just kind of loses it in that last last 20 minutes or so but uh yeah anyway what else have you watched uh so i also watched totally killer yes which is uh an amazon original Uh uh-huh uh directed by nanat nanatcha khan uh starring uh, Conan Shipka uh, and um, uh, uh, Olivia Holt, and it's also got um, Julie Bowen and Randall Park in it. So basically, this we are introduced to Jamie Hughes. She's called Hughes. Her family's called Hughes. Uh huh. Not there. Um, <laughs> So we're introduced to uh, Jamie, who is your your how we perceive typical millennially Gen, Gen Z, who you know sort of hates her parents, sort of thing. Her mum's overprotective, and um, she's going out to a concert with her uh, her friend. Her dad takes her, and obviously she's embarrassed by her father. Um, her mum's protective at Halloween because um, back in the eighties. Uh, three of her best friends were murdered by this uh, serial killer who wore this sort of um, mask, which is somewhere between Max Headroom and... Yeah, do you know, when I saw the poster, my first thought was Max Headroom. Yeah. 
It's 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 a it's a cross between Max Hedrum and Billy Idol. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they they were murdered. They they, they were butchered. They were stabbed. Um. Was it four, each one was like stabbed fourteen times or something. Uh, and she was. Uh, it's it seemed like she was going to be the next, but the, the the killer never um took her out. Right. Um. So <laughs> Jamie's. Best friend, um, friend's name, Amelia. I think it's Amelia. Um, she is working on a time machine for her science project. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> Fine. Um, so there's this rundown uh, am- amusement park, <laughs> right? Where the the beauty some... is that if she fails a science, if she doesn't, well, I mean, if you actually invent a genuine time machine for your science project, you should definitely win. Yes. But the beauty is if you lose, <laughs> you can just go back and keep doing it until you do win. Well, she's, she's, she's having a problem, you know, making it. She's having a problem. Yeah, no shit. It's a time machine. I imagine that stuff's um, complicated. Now, she's working on her, the, the actual plans for this time machine actually came from her mother not her so she's working on time machine that her mother plan- uh, came up with uh and she's been doing it in secret she doesn't her mother doesn't know about it <clears throat> um there is a guy who is uh, um he's been had this podcast that it's mostly about this this murder and he he does on like a murder tour and stuff Do you know this um, movie is giving me really weird it's brand new yeah this movie is giving me weird flashbacks to a very s- similar movie. It's oh, weird. this movie will give you flashbacks. Yeah, like maybe that's all movie. it is, but yeah. Um, so basically, the, the 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 killer reappears. Oh no! And kills her mother. Uh oh. Um, and it, what's what I really like is there's there's a there's a couple of bits where um uh. Jamie says, says to her mum, "Oh, I'm going, you know, going out, blah blah blah." blah. And her mum says, "Oh, you know, you should, you got to be careful out there, and all this sort of stuff." And and, and she says, "Look, you know, you 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 took me to to like karate classes from from the age of seven. <laughs> it's fine. seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good. I I can handle myself. Okay. I mean, you know, you, you've been doing these sorts of things for years. We, you, you know, you're pretty good. And when the killer turns up, Julie Bowen, you know, may may not be mostly hurt. Maybe a stunt." Doubles, but it looks pretty good. She holds her own. She fights back, and it's this killer. Uh-huh. And for a couple of moments, you think this this killer ain't, ain't gonna get get her, right? But obviously, he does. He the, the killer kills her, uh-huh. and obviously, you know, um, Jamie's distraught. Yeah, you know, and, and as you, as you would be exactly. Um, and she goes to see her friend at the at the time at the time machine thing. Uh, her friends isn't in there, and the killer turns up, and there's like a chase, and um, they end up. She ends up in the time machine, and the right. killer puts his knife through the console of the time machine, which makes the connection, and she ends up back in 1987, um, where she discovers that her mum was a bitch, <laughs> and her mother and her group were. So this this both made me cringe. And made me love it at the same time. Um, her her mum's gang, very much like Heather's, 
or the plastics from, you know, uh, Mean Girls. Yeah. There, there are these awful girls, and they all dress like Molly Ringwald. Okay. So they all wear an outfit that Molly Ringwald wore from one of her, from like Sixteen Candles or yeah, yeah, you know, and it it, it did it had the effect of making me going, oh for fuck's sake! But that's a very cool. <laughs> I like it, but I hate it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, nice reference, however. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad, but it's also really cool. Um, I, too, have watched films. So she goes to she goes to, to, to the school. And the, the, some of the things I do like about this is, obviously, she's sort of all PC, and she's like, you know, you yeah. can't talk to people like that. And, of course, she's in 1987. Uh-huh. And, and she goes to the school and pretends that she's like an exchange student. And she wants, you know, she says, oh, can I do this? And then the woman on the desk just, get, just like, give, fill this form out, you're fine. And she's like, is that it? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. What do you is, are you sure you're not going to check anything? You're not going to check my story? And the woman just looks at her and is like, okay. And there are moments like that which are actually quite funny where she's, she's just dealing with, like, there's a, a bit where she goes into the, the, the one of the, the, the rides or something, that there's a, a thing later on. And um, she makes up this story, and the guy behind the desk goes, "All you had to say was not." I'm, no, she says she says something along the lines of, "Oh, uh, this needs to happen, and we're closing this down. I'm from this government agency, sort of thing." And the guy just goes, "You could have just told me I needed a break." <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, you know, she finds out where, where you know, uh, her, her mum's got gym, and when she turns up to the gym class, they're playing uh, dodgeball. Which, of course, of, you know, modern kids don't play dodgeball. Well, I don't think they do any, anymore. I can't imagine. And, and she's horrified by, you know, the way that they're getting wrecked by these balls and stuff. And, she, you know, obviously she finds out that her, her mum's horrible. Um, and then she goes to the police and she says, have you seen the movie Back to the Future? <laughs> I'm living that movie. She, and she says, there's, there's going to be a murder tonight. You've got to stay. And obviously the police like, yeah, like, right, whatever. Time move, and he does say time move, time travel movies are stupid. They never make sense, which is like okay, fine. Mm. Often there, accurate. There is, there are some nice bits in it. There's, I quite like the idea. So there's, um, the the, the initial murder. She doesn't, she doesn't save the girl, mm. but it, she it does get changed. So she was supposed to die in the garage, but because of her intervention in in the party. She ends up dying in the bedroom, and when you go back to um, like our time, the podcast guy is talking to um, her best friend, and uh, and she he says, "You know what? I swear that um, that she was murdered in the garage." I oh, really like so he's got like a memory, or like a a, a weird yeah, memory so of the, happening different. The, and the yeah, the best friend says, "Oh, that's the uh, the Mandela effect." Mm-hmm. So, whatever she's changed, we yeah. will remember differently. We mm-hmm. will remember the initial thing, but it will be one of those weird memories you have. And I thought, okay, yeah, that works. I like that. That's that's fine. That, that, I I kind of like that. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Kim Chipka is great. She's she, she's really fun. Um, most of the performances are great. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a really dumb movie. Um, yeah, it it's 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 not great, 
I, but I did enjoy it. Um, some of the 80s references will really test your patience. Um, the, you know, the, the, it, it is naff mm. in places, and it, but it kind of knows that. The, the, the sort of, the, 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 when she goes back, she goes to her best friend's mum and, and says, oh, um, she does the Doc Brown thing. You know, she goes to, to, to her and she says, you haven't made it yet, but I know you've got the plans. I know you've been, you know, you've, you've written them because I'm best friends with your, your daughter and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is, and, and she's like, okay, yeah, I buy that. And they just like move on. So she's just making a time, time machine now so that she can go back you know, to, to the future. Yeah. Um, so you, you've, you've got so many beats from so many other movies. Um, the kills are quite good. Um, the, the, the CG on the knife and the blood is bad. There, there's one particular shot when um, he's attacking one of the girls and it's like, wow, that knife looks, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't even look like a knife at one point. It's, it's that, that those effects are, terrible um but it, it's fun enough it's, it's if you if you're a, if like you it, you're kind of over the 80s nostalgia thing i kind of am but i'm still so attached to the 80s i'm stuff. i'm massively attached to the 80s i i think <clears throat> it's not that i'm against 80s nostalgia it's that i'm against the the hollywood perception of what the 80s was yeah which is very different from oh, this reality. is very that yeah and that, but the, i mean sometimes when it's done intentionally i'm like fair enough you know. yeah this is done intentionally yeah, clearly. obviously you know they've got the, the hughes reference and the, the you know the, the molly ringwald thing and that you know that will appeal that certainly it certainly appealed to me even though it's naff as fuck yeah <clears throat> um i quite like the 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 uh the girl playing her the young version of her mother um olivia holt i think i've seen her in, in something before she was quite fun um, it's rough. It's you know adequately directed. It's 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 fun and it's you know it's 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 quick enough that it doesn't drag or anything. And it it's just a a, a, a fun enough eighty slasher movie that you can just stick on and enjoy for a for a, a few giggles. And so, you know some of the millennial stuff will get on your nerves because it certainly got on mine. But it was like kind of valid. It was. It was like okay, yes, I you know, it, it's that one sort of thing, and I did like the sort of the fact that how shocked she is that you know, nobody gave a fuck about the eighties. Like just do you know, go, go outside and do that, and you know, do this, and, and no one cares. Just they just let you get on with your life, <laughs> and and you know, obviously she's she mentions things like casual racism and homophobia and stuff and it's like yes of course it is so it kind of does work but it is annoying at times but i i still enjoyed it it was it's fun enough mm. and i would yeah i'd say if you if you want a uh, a sort of weirdly nostalgic uh slasher movie you can you could do you know worse than this hmm cool well uh i will probably give that a go um that's all of our movies isn't it it is is there anything else you wanted to cover no i don't think so it's been pretty quiet 
Did I say? Oh, I, I did want to briefly mention Beekeeper. Oh, yes. The, the dumbest trailer I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Beekeeper? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that the other week. The other oh, week. did yeah. I mention that to... Oh, God, did I mention it on the show? I don't remember whether you mentioned it on the show. But we no, I did. It. I think I did a breakdown of Beekeeper before the show because that was just after I'd seen how dumb that trailer was. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Well, we, we've, we've done it. Um, next time... I know what we're doing next time. Tell me what we're doing next time, Matt. We are doing Ringu. Ringu, indeed. Not Ring 2. <laughs> yeah. We're not, not doing a Night Watch, Day Watch situation here. We got not it right. Doing we're, doing we're doing the original Japanese. We're doing the original version of uh, The Ring. A wonderful film. Can't wait to do it. Um, Yeah, well, we will be back next time with that. We've only got, oh, got one more. After that, yeah, we're closing in on Halloween. So, uh, yes, Ringu next time. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. And we will catch you on the next one.